We are uh, live from the hideaway, Levac and Gaza. Uh, thanks to my good friends at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. Check them out online, tefirewater.com. Had a uh, had a, a fearful thought of turning on my boiler uh, late last night. Didn't do it yet. Was able to get by with the fireplace and whatnot in the house. However, fearful thought went away because I was like, hey, if it burns the house down, as long as I get out with the cats, Tech East will fix it up for me. Um, I'm. Uh, you'll see me looking at my phone a lot during today's show. The sick kid is at home. Oh, she, yeah. She gave me a pass to go here for a little while as long as I brought back food afterwards. Um, so so if you see me, this like, you know, like I could very well, like the top floor of my home is no longer mine, at least not for, you know, five to ten days for whatever reason you can stipulate in your own brain. So, like, I have to leave things at the top of the stairs. And, like, it's like having a, a pet monster. Which is, which you'll see. That's what happens. That's, yeah, that's what a child is. Like, luckily, you you're, uh, you you have a son. Uh, you know, if you ever end up with a daughter, they just it it's they sweet as pie, and then and then the most frightful experience of your life, really. Hopefully, she feels better. And shout out yeah. to Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. The social media posts you guys have had recently of the before and afters have looked awesome. So you guys are now showing you know, it off you know, on who, social. That's, uh, who is that? That's Benny Wednesday. Stop it. Benny Wednesday. This guy's unbelievable. He is pretty amazing. He's a little nerd. Looks like Russell from Up. I keep waiting for him to help old people across the street and stuff to get a merit badge. (laughs) But very good at the social medias. Uh, Again, uh, it is uh, football Sunday. So, of course, we're here at the Hideaway. Bloody Marys. Just, you know, just to taste them. Not to get into it too much. To get into it too much Mm -hmm. if I get a chance, Um, which I can't today. But we're here. So, uh, come on by. Say hello. There's a party going on. There's TVs outside. We got the fire pits going. Um, Clea is here. She's okay. You know, <laughs> she's doing a great job. As when she lacks in skill, she makes up for an effort. You know, it's, it's, it's good. You know, <laughs> the sign is standing up. Everyone's happy. Children Why are running. Why is there a fires. loogie in my buddy Mary? I don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, it's a great time as always. Food's amazing. Can't wait to get a hold of one of those, uh, brunch garbage plates. They, they exceeded the hype. Can't wait. Hashtag can't wait. Um, all right, so chip, chip, cheerio. Cheerio, hello, it's London. Cheerio, it's the joints and the packers, Peppa Pig, Mighty Paws. So I've decided that if we had lost a ward to Great Britain, like, obviously we'd never know. History would be where it is. That'd be the most shameful thing ever. These people are so easily manipulated. Like, so it's it's technically a Green Bay home game today at at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on the pitch. Hello. And um, it sounds like a Green Bay home game. And there's no way, like, 50,000 people from Wisconsin flew across the pond. So basically what happened, in my opinion, is that the Limey saw Green Bay Packers home. Hey, that's our team. Let's go and get ourselves some fromage on our head. We love cheese. Yeah. <laughs> cheese is good. <laughs> I have a sharp cheddar in my pocket along with my lime. The lime's there to fight scurvy. <laughs> that's why That's why they're called limeys. Did you know that? I did not know that. So the Royal British Navy would be at sea so long while you're at sea, like you end up with scurvy, but uh, citrus spices, so they keep a lime in their pocket. I had no that's idea. That's why they call them limeys. That's what. There you go. No scurvy. Scurvy. No scurvy. <laughs> no scurvy, but they all taste like a Corona. <laughs> so weird. Um, the action on the pitch out in London across the pond. Uh, as of when you're listening to this, the Giants have played pretty well. All right, it's a slow start. Yeah, I, look, Aaron Rodgers had the ball later yeah. in that in the second quarter. He was driving sorry, down the sorry, field. Me, grandma killer. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. 
I just I used to be the guy who defended him. Now I just hate him. I just I think I hate Aaron Rodgers. The more and more he talks, the more and more yeah, less likable yeah, he becomes. Yes, yeah. yeah, just like any date I've ever been on. The one positive for the Packers is you and I have covered this back from the summer. It's worth repeating. He hates his teammates, and his teammates yeah, hate him back. Yes. But but Packer fan, we have a glimpse of hope. They're bringing back the old players who don't hate Aaron Rodgers as much. Randall Cobb was having a big what? factor of the game. Mercedes Lewis is still with us. He yeah. was out. So the, the old veteran players well, are contributing old, here. Like it's not just like guys who were formerly on the team. They're old. So like they're That's gonna right. you're gonna get a game or two out of these guys, and then it's right back all these young guys looking over at Aaron Rodgers going, Who the fuck is grandpa yelling at? <laughs> like, why is grandpa yelling at me? Go host, go, go dress like an old Nick Cage character and host Jeopardy, you douche. I'm can not- we can we bring back Greg Jennings? Is he available? What's Jordy Nelson doing? What are these guys doing? Can't we just bring back the guys that like? They don't I, hate me. When you said Greg Jennings, I heard Ken Jennings, and I just envisioned <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' Jeopardy rival <laughs> trying to be quarterback. I don't know how to throw a football exactly, but I believe the hypotenuse of the angle where I to uh, lost the ball at the right. All of a sudden, he's just dialing in freaking moon yeah. shots. Balls blasting Jennings in the face. <laughs> Running around little Giants style ball, ball stuck in his face mask. Uh, yeah, no. So Giants, um, again, though, Giants have come alive uh, at this point, and, and they're actually in this thing um, and, you know, headed towards a cover, which would be brilliant for me because they were going to be a lock of mine before I realized they were in London and I wouldn't be able to use it for the show. Um, so I did bet them. Would you describe still this Responsibly. style of offense? Because we're at this point. Oh, there go the papers. Great. Man, <laughs> just, unbelievable. Guys, it's falling apart. It's all over for God. Would you describe this giant offense still as day ball? Thank you guys for my pumpkin was attacked. I thought my princess keys were going to hold them down. Those are for you. You can hang on to those. <laughs> and happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> right, it's just not a high-scoring team. They scored on a reverse in this game early. This is just what the Giants are going to be for the next 17 games. 20, 21, yeah. maybe a trick play. Maybe Dayball is just a good enough play caller. He'll find an open. This is it. Like We're five weeks into this. This is the Giants offense, unless Saquon just has his freak runs and busts them off. This is what we're dealing with for the entire season. You're seeing how much of a better head coach – Dable is than Judge was. Like, and, and again, I, I like to judge. Like, I don't want to pretend that I disliked him the entire time. When he first got there, the, the the influx of energy he brought with him was enough to make the team look competitive. As that went away, you realize he just didn't, he was in over his head. You know, maybe his next go around as a head coach in the future, if he gets one, he'll be better. But he's just not, he wasn't that good of a head coach. Brian Dable and his staff are good football coaches. They've taken the ingredients they have, which let's be real, ain't much. And they've made themselves into a team that's going to compete on, on each and every Sunday, and they're going to win some games. So if you're a Giants fan, I think you look at this with a lot of hope. I think I, I look at this, and I told you before this started, I want to be reminded of year one of, of McDermott and Bean in Buffalo. And I am. I am. Because McDermott came in, looked at what he had, put it together the best he could, added the pieces he was able to add right then and there, got to the playoffs early. Like, I don't expect that from the Giants, and I don't think you should. If if you get lucky and it happens, great. The second year, McDermott, he loses three of his starting offensive linemen, like, weeks before the season and has, like, a a setback. But then since then, you've seen the team get better and better and better and better. And as Dable can put the pieces in that he wants to coach, not just coach the pieces he has, I don't see any reason the Giants won't be a competitive team for a long time to come. This matchup is the first time ever two teams with winning records have played in London. 
yeah, of all those matchups. That's right. That's right. The Jags aren't there. It's an expectation changing potential win for the Giants. Because if you beat Green Bay today, yeah. every time we talk about the Giants going forward, we oh, can talk crap. about the playoffs. I mean, legit, there he is. Oh, there. Crap. Speaking about playoffs. I speaking smell, about. I smell Miller, Marbreds, and failure. We thought the Queen. John Danielle is here. <laughs> I, what's that? Or, oh, thank you. That was very nice of you because he's talking about the Lions. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he got, I'm not used to John Danielle being positive. It scared me. I was I was caught off guard. He says being nice. He hasn't seen me in a while. I don't I don't know if I believe that. Here you go, John. Any Here other nice go. things you'd like to say into this microphone? No. All right. Everything. Everything back to normal. Yeah. That was like a best man speech. You have anything to say? No. No. All right, good. Go. I'm good. I'll say something at his next wedding. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I like this. This game could be uh, so far. It's it's good. It started off. I did not think it was gonna be a good game. The Giants look like they were sleepwalking. The crowd is decidedly behind the the Green Bay Packers, and uh, and but the Giants have come back. So we will legally keep you updated as best as we can throughout this live broadcast. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, whatever we're allowed to do. Oops. Oh, how did that happen? YouTube. Oops. Whoopsie days. Corey Greenwich is like, bingo, finally. Uh, yeah, don't say that, man. He's banned. Okay. He's banned. Banned from the show. I think the Giants can get this done. Can they win it? Yes, I actually do think they can win this. They've stayed exactly where they want this game to go. One score game heading into the fourth quarter with a few minutes to go. This is exactly what Dayball would have hoped for, and they're in that spot. They just got to find playmakers that aren't named Saquon Barkley. And that's, again, something that's going to be the problem for this Giant team for the rest of the season. You know, uh, before before we kick into uh, college football, let's talk let's talk major league playoffs right now because um, I I understand they're about to begin. Uh, the playoffs are finally. I mean, it's been it's this like, this dark spot with no baseball. It's been kind of sad to me. I've been waiting for baseball. I, I just you know you went from having it almost every day, to then there was no baseball. There there's been baseball since there's Friday. No baseball. Yes, the expanded wild card. Just because the Yankees haven't played yet doesn't mean it's What's not the wild happening. Card? I don't even know what that means. It's happening it's, right now. The, Toronto Blue Jays blew a historic lead yesterday. They're out of it already. Baseball's back on the 11th. No, that's <laughs> the Cardinals are already out. Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright, Albert Pujols, their careers are over. The Cleveland Guardians had a walk-off home run in the 15th to knock out that horrible Tampa Bay Ray franchise. A classic nothing-nothing game in the 15th. So Gonzalez got up there. So, yes, we, we've seen some teams. And Mets fans... I saw you on social media. We all oh. did. We all saw you guys writing your wills on social media. Yeah. Nice job. Step it up. And now you got game three. The season is still live against the fathers from the West Coast. I'm I'm like, so like, I, I think the Mets, I, I hope the Mets win today because I would like to see the Mets go on. I, I do. I do enjoy the Mets when they're not playing the Yankees. Um, I do enjoy Mets fans pain. I didn't used to, but Mets <laughs> fan like has this. They, they've invented a rivalry with the Yankees, which doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, like the hammer doesn't have a rivalry with a nail. My ass doesn't have a rivalry with baby wipes. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's like you can't sit here and pretend. But but like when they when when it's like a situation like this where they're they're back to their desperate selves. I feel good for them, and I want them to win. And and I and I, that's all I want. I want them to win. I want to see the Mets advance. I want to see them beat the Dodgers. I want to see the Mets keep going. Positivity, Met fan positivity you are the better team it's not a one game winner take all this team won 100 games it is a one game winner take all right now now it is i was yeah. we we're trying to be helpful for the met yeah. fan that wasn't well, yeah, but you helpful gotta, you gotta win you know, listen it, I, i'm being i'm being helpful i'm not being a jerk i'm not I'm not pointing out that they were in first place in the nl east for like oh 175 days 180 days 
The Braves are in first place for eight days, and one of those eight days is the final day of the season. You know, so they had they don't have to play yet. They, they can wait. But, you know, 175 days in first place for the Mets, eight days in first place for the Braves. Like, if I brought that up, I'm being a dick. But I wouldn't do that. I want to go back to what you said about uh, the Mets as you as a Yankee fan rooting for the Mets. There's another layer to that that I think is really, really fascinating, especially for the offseason, okay? So is Steve Cohen the modern-day George Steinbrenner? I, I'm going to answer that first. I would say no because there's not enough sample size yet. Like, he's barely been the owner. We really don't know. Although super aggressive, I guess the most aggressive owner, when you have a Cohen tax named after you, it's a hell of a start to being an owner for a team where they have to change the rules because you're so aggressive. Doesn't the rule of, okay, we're going to be aggressive in the offseason, that's always a Yankee thing. But if they lose, you got to think Cohen's going to be even more aggressive in the offseason, and there's a certain name out there. So I, I think Yankee fan knows where I'm going with this. Like, the further the Mets go, it seems less likely they're going to spend, while if they get knocked out early, Cohen might just be swinging his paycheck around, being like, all right, who do we got to add now? Yankee fan should root for the Mets' success so Big 99 isn't tempted to jump across the city. I, see, here's the, here's the thing. If if Cohen is the modern-day Steinbrenner, which I don't I don't think he is, and let's not pretend that that was all good. You know what I mean? Like, if you can call the modern-day George Steinbrenner on a competitive level, you're like, yeah, that's awesome. On a legal level, you're like, I wish you would pick someone else. <laughs> um, you know, on a, <laughs> I, if, you're, if he's really Steinbrenner, win, lose, or draw, he, he tries to get judged. Because Steinbrenner wanted to win the sports page. He wanted to win the headlines. And as long as Judge resigns with the Yankees, that will be the headline for the offseason. It really, nothing else will, well, whatever. If he jumps, that'll be the headline for the offseason. I think there's two teams. I think it's the Yankees or like the Giants. I don't think there's, like, I don't, I don't foresee him staying in the Northeast unless it's in pinstripes. I see him going back home to California for a boatload of cash, if that be the case. But the the wild card in all of this is Randy Levine, you know the the walking penis with ears that is the Yankees president. <laughs> he is, I mean, like, <laughs> I hosted with you for six plus years. Why well, have you never called Randy Levine that? <laughs> Randy Levine, <laughs> Randy Levine is the boogeyman for like free agents. Randy Levine is like like a Yankee fan. Like when you sit there and go, I just don't understand why we can't quite get it together it's randy levine like randy levine broke down in Batanzas. he says that he says like whenever whenever somebody like kicks over his creep his crypt and he comes out he's like says something he always says something that's just like offensive to some player usually someone we want you know he's he, if, if if there's a way to screw this up it'll be randy levine it won't be cash it won't be it won't be steinbrenner it, it won't be boone it'll be randy levine randy levine will blow it up if if, it, if it's gonna get blown up for the Yankee side of it, again, Met fan, you get it. You know what's happening. Season, winner take all, all that stuff. But you've got the better roster going into that winner take all game. Yankee fan gets Cleveland. It feels like it's the best matchup for the Yankees. You know, the Rays, you've seen them so many times during the season. The Yankees have been matchup-wise better against Cleveland than the Guardians have against the Yankees. I'm talking win-losses when they've actually played against each other in 2022. And comparing the ALDS matchups of the past... This is one of the better draws the Yankees have got. Maybe that twin team in the late 2010s where you just destroyed Minnesota and Minnesota just had no chance against the Yankees in that one. But this feels like one of the better matchup-wise for the Yankees they've seen in the postseason in a while. Honestly, like with the way the Yankees have played this year, the only one you didn't want in the first 
first go round would be the Astros. Yep. You know, but it's like you when I say that, people are all oh, arrogant Yankee fan. No, no. That, that there's two it's two edges of that freaking sword, my friend. Like when the Yankees are on, I don't care who's lined up against across from them, they're gonna win. When they're off, I don't care who's lined up across from them, they're gonna lose. So like if this is this is what it's gonna come down to is how how fast do they get back to to playing speed after a, a little bit of a break? Um and and can they even though it's a new name and everything else in Cleveland, can they continue their dominance over over Cleveland in the postseason? We will wait and see. And for Houston, who is the top team in the American League, they get Seattle. The Mariner team who had the longest consecutive non-playoff streak of any North American franchise. That ends. The Blue Jays are going to push this to a deciding game three. They blow the lead. Seattle's got that fun feel of, okay, we're here. We've got everything going on our side. Right. I mean, John Sterling would probably go wild over here. It's like, oh, momentum's the next day's pitcher. No, this feels like that team who just is in the dance and have everything going right for them. They could push Houston. Why not? They got a bunch of young guys on that roster. Houston's got Verlander for sure. But, like, Seattle could maybe test Houston and – Seattle would be a better matchup in the ALCS if the Yankees get there than Houston. And it's possible that the Mariners could bump Houston and we could have that old rematch in the mid-90s of Griffey Jr.'s Mariners and the Yankees and all that stuff. Seattle's playing like that team that, that like nobody thought we'd be here. Yep. So let's just do whatever. There's no We can't lose. We Even if we lose, we're not going to lose. People are like, wow, they're ahead of schedule. They look pretty good. Um, that being said, I think the, the Astros are going to have their way with them. Um, I mean, I would love, I would love to see uh, a scenario – where, uh, you know, Seattle does get the victory because then you only have to worry about playing a baseball team, not their, you know, crew behind the scenes with a garbage can and and, and cameras <laughs> and listening devices. And Analytics, sensors. that's right. Yeah, and like... Uh, Anal beads from Chess. From, uh, Make sure I add that in there, pause. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just, like you said, I don't I don't know. We'll, we'll see We'll see how it goes, but um, I, I, don't, I don't foresee a scenario where Seattle can beat the Astros in a series and hopefully the Yankees get done. We get that matchup. We want, I'd love to see the Mets get to, I'd love to see the Mets get to the Dodgers, get through the Dodgers. If we're looking at an, um, an ALCS and an NLCS of Yankees, Astros and Mets Braves. I mean, that's like, that's a heavyweight fight you want to go to. Like that's, that's what's up. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully, hopefully the Mets get it done today. And, uh, you know, when the postseason starts on the 11th, we'll be ready to go. We'll be, we'll be watching. You know, these playing series will be over and uh, the big boys can start swinging the bats. You know what I'm saying? Keep an eye on the. <laughs> Go ahead. I, Go ahead. I, I, I've been meaning to ask you did you see Buster? So, you know, there's few people in this world I love more than Buster only, ESPN's Buster only. So, after after the first day of, of the uh, wild card round, Buster tweets out there are now four major league baseball teams, one loss away from elimination. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is that there was there was uh, three game series all started, and uh, all the first round is over of that, and now now all the teams are one loss away from being eliminated. <laughs> I was like, I was like, boss, come on. I, I I think I think he tweets a lot right now because he's single. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So here's my question: Is Buster only? Like Bumble, Tinder, famous, or is he Raya famous? Like, is is Buster only famous enough 
that he gets to go on that famous person only dating app. Oh, that's what Raya is. Raya is like I a did famous not know person. What that was. Yeah, okay. you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I would, but you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't. You're not. You, it's the and. Mm. You know, me and are both able to go on Raya. God's not. Ah, God's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. So. That is because I was married. That's different. Okay. <laughs> is Buster famous enough to go on Raya? I don't, no, not I don't a chance. So. He's got a lot of Twitter followers. I feel like Buster. Yeah, I think it's a good comparison. Buster's sort of like gamers. Like if you're a baseball fan, you know who Buster only is. But if you're maybe a basketball fan, maybe you're not as familiar. Maybe if you're a hockey fan, you might not know his work as well. If you're one of these like YouTube guys or gamers, you might have like nine hundred thousand. Fucking more famous than anybody, right? Yeah. Now. But you might have like 900,000 followers on Twitter, but there's probably a huge audience that has no clue who you are. Yeah, but I don't think that, like, remember, it's not like, it's not like if we know who you're, is he, there's, there's like criteria to get into it. Like, there, I don't know what it is, obviously. Um, but like, I, I thought think, you would know what it is. No, I, you know, I don't. They, they asked me. I didn't have to, <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. Oh, okay. Um, there, I think he gets in. Really? ESPN, Blue Chamber. Like, I don't know how much action he gets out of it. Like, I don't foresee, like, friggin', you know, Olivia Munn or whoever. I don't know who's single this week. Like, like what's her name there? Uh, Miss, uh, former Mrs. Brady. What's her? Uh, Giselle Bunchkin. Yeah, I don't see her swiping right on bust. But the, how great would that be? Like, a slap in the face to Brady. She's like, I found a nerd that I love now. He's my nerd, and we do, we talk baseball. Football is for Neanderthals. That's why Booster and I, we have the, we have a wonderful time. We speak of the, uh, the baseball, the hardball. Hmm? You don't know anything about hardball anymore, do you, Thomas? Swing and swing. <laughs> I don't think so. I think if Buster made the famous first name. that rumor. No. Start that rumor. Let's just sell Buster her out. Look, Buster, Buster's all up in undercarriage. It's like, come on now. Buster couldn't handle that. Buster's got this strudel that I love. <laughs> come on. <laughs> now, would she call him Buster or she call him, like, Rupert? <laughs> like, would refuse to call him Buster? I call him Rupert. I call him whatever he wants because he is uh, he's a man. He's not a man. Ciao, Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, uh, I don't think he'd be Thomas, you know nothing of what Buster knows. He's that, his attention to detail is... Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You owned? I love it. Sorry. Published author. He's published. <laughs> Tom can't write a child's book, but here is my little my little booster. Yes, please. <laughs> You're working. <laughs> Shannon's working. I don't think Buster's going on there. And by the way, his tweet is so dumb. I it thought was. he went full Magic Johnson. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, this could be a big game. Oh. By the way, at the time of this uh, podcast, uh, I believe, I believe. The Giants just tied up the uh, are about Ooh. to tie up the game. About to tie up the game, and I tell you what, without Saquon on the field, Levesque, why don't you watch this play that's going to happen behind okay. us while I tell you about our friends over at Lily and David. Stay, no, stay less. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Room Fifty, the Champs of Will. It Booster, is the- Booster went to Lily and David. He did. Uh, yes, that's what he did. He found me a nice tennis bracelet, which is weird because he does the the baseball. If you stop at a Lily and David Fine Jewelers and you see Giselle Bunchkin, let us know. Let Alyssa and David know. They are celebrating their 10th anniversary this month. Shout out to 10 years doing great things at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Buster's standing next to her like an old lacrosse, like in polo. <laughs> All right, whatever you want, Giselle. Have at it. Definitely wearing glasses, too. Yeah, like Just like 100%. a different style of them. Stop it and say hello. How about this? Mark's Jewelry. Check out their Facebook page for more info on this. Orange Mark's Jewelry. Different colors. Up to 60 and 70% off. Just check it out right now. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Stop in Route 50, the shops of Wilton. There's my wedding band right there. 
Love working with the crew over there. They're going to help you, and guys, especially with November and December just around the corner. If you're looking to hit that holiday gift already, maybe you had that fall wedding happen, this is the time to stop and save yourself some cash and get a great gift for her. Over 600 pieces of jewelry right now this month you can get to celebrate the 10th anniversary celebration at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Shout out to Alyssa, David, everybody over there when you stop in. Tell me you heard about it from Levesque and Guys. Guys, let me do. That's right. Those guys are just right there walking on the golf course. And are you? Lillian you David. Yeah, yeah. From Giselle. That's right. Right down on your phone, guys. Booster and Giselle have sent you to Lillian. Booster and Giselle are the Lillian David of dating. <laughs> together, great values. It's wonderful. It's Wunderbar, some would say. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. It's Wunderbar. Uh, what's not Wunderbar is Gaz cried this morning. Gaz, Unbelievable Gaz, with this. Gaz is his dream. The, the Listen, it's almost like the people who decide where game day goes sat in a room watching your video of when Syracuse made it to the tournament screaming and jumping around the room and said, Sarah, we've never been to Syracuse for game day. And thanks to that, we're never going to Syracuse ever, <laughs> ever. I was I was ticked this morning, man. So I last I night too because NC State plays Florida State. NC State's quarterback Devin Leary, really good player, gets hurt. But despite Devin Leary getting hurt, NC State comes back and beats Florida State. So NC State, top twenty team in the country. Syracuse is going to be a top twenty team in the country. Yeah, two top twenty teams battling in the ACC. And what does Game Day decide to do? The producer, not Lee Fitting, the other producer, is from Syracuse. He went to, he went there. The president of ESPN, whose name I'm blanking on right now, but it doesn't matter. He went to Syracuse as well. It's not John Wildeck. He's the Dipper, AD. Dipper. Jimmy Shapiro. No, that's one of our guys. It's something. Uh, Jimmy Pataro. Thank is you. It, is it Busta? Is it Busta? Pataro's got a Syracuse connection. So we've got those two guys. Wildeck used to run ESPN. They've got all the reasons to go. Once it said the game was on the ACC network, I knew something was up. I knew there was a problem. But as Tom Hannafin told us, mm-hmm. Penn State, Michigan, new mm-hmm. kickoff, both undefeated, both in the top ten. Ah! ESPN probably want to promote back-to-back Fox games. He's what do they do? Levesque, they go back to Tennessee. Back to Tennessee. They've already been there this been month. There. Look, Tennessee versus Recently. Alabama, both going to be top seven teams undefeated. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I, I, this was the moment Syracuse is going to have. Now, the rumor floating around out there is that because of Leary's injury, they believe Syracuse will beat NC State, and College Game Day will, in fact, feature Syracuse. But the following week, back at Clemson, when Clemson takes on Syracuse. So it hurts the program that Syracuse is in there. Not like it's devastated by any means, but it would have been a lot more exciting to have you and I in the tailgate you rocking a 44 jersey. Syracuse yep. going for a 6-0 record. All that stuff can still happen. 3-30 kickoff, but unfortunately Wait, maybe not Maybe you can call Barstool. Maybe you can get Barstool to go there. That'd be awesome. I hope Barstool comes. There's some spots out there for Barstool where they can it's do it. It's pretty bad that, like, game day is, like, 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 historically it's known as, like, you know, this crazy party and everything like that. Now that's become, like, wine and cheese compared to, like, the heroin and meth party that is Barstool when they go. Throwing cans at people. Just getting crazy. Just people yelling, screaming, chugging bottles of, of proper proper number 12. It's getting cold. <laughs> that wind is fierce. It's blowing my pumpkins. Yeah, Barstool's become blowing like the, my pumpkins around. You know what? I got a question about Barstool, though. It I'm feels like Barstool has become more of the... My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. 
pumpkin spice. More of the non-traditional, like, oh wow, like yeah, game day is cool, but this is what's cooler. Do you think Marcel is ever going to run its course? What I mean by that is they're always like kind of targeting the college audience, but Port knowing those guys are just fart noise <laughs> are just going to get older at one point uh, and they're just going to look at it and be like why is if you were 19 would you look at porto who's 50 and be like oh cool like big cat is like 37 like how how old oh, is so i'm 32 if i told you chris berman was going to be sitting in a parking lot talking football at syracuse yeah but i i know who chris berman is like yeah. i grew up with chris berman right. i don't people know if are, people are growing up with big cat hmm. Like it's, it's just, you know, look, as long as he wants the problem, the one thing I've, I've heard from Big Cat that I think could hurt him long term, depending upon how they do it, is if he does move back to Chicago. But if, like even if but if they do that in a way where he's still doing all these trips, it won't hurt him. But if it, like once he's in Chicago, he no longer is making all the trips that Portnoy and everybody else were making. Um, And they, they keep bringing in new guys. And that's it. If you keep bringing in new people, if you bring in like Megan making money, and all these other people who are like maybe closer to that age. OK, it can work. You girls, were just, they got, got booby. You would just think the bar stool thing would have a shelf life, but Syracuse not getting college game day sucks, man. And especially for a school that already got it this month, like they weren't even factored in. Yeah, Tennessee could beat Alabama, by the way. That's the other thing, too. Alabama, Levac, you call, we were here this time last year when you mm-hmm. called AM taking down Alabama. I did. And sure enough, it almost happened again yesterday. If mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher could figure out what to call on fourth down. And have Johnny Manziel and everybody else ripping them apart on Twitter. AM was a play away from beating Alabama yesterday. That was the biggest thing I took away from the college football weekend and how horrible, horrendous, terrible my wagers were. Um, I actually I, I dropped a little bit, but I as as like my close friends who got the text know, I was I was I was leading the over gang. I had a lot of overs I liked yesterday, and I did I did pretty well. I think I actually I think I bet seven overs and I won four and lost three. That's a winning week then. Right. Hey, four three is a winning week. My favorite thing is so I was supposed to be on a flight to Columbus right now, but the kid's sick. And, you know, there's some other things going on that if you've been listening to the show, you know about a, a, some of them. Um, I'm just, I don't want to keep bringing up sad stuff. Um, so yesterday I'm talking to Mike Corda, owner of Techies Fire and Water Restoration, owner of the Albany Empire. Bitch, who's pissing me off about the Columbus Lions? Um, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what do you been? So I go, I texted you all the overs I liked. He goes, I, he goes, what else? I'm like, well, I, I'll put a passion play on Michigan, but like it's a big number. I'm not, I'm just gonna put like you know five ten bucks on nothing special. So what's he bet? He bets Michigan. What do I hear about all freaking day as they're like looking like they're not even come close to covering Michigan? Who ends up a point and a half south of covering? Oh, Michigan. No. What did I hear about the rest of yesterday? And I'm sure at some point today I'll get another text about what a piece of crap I am for picking Michigan. Even though my words were, I sent you the plays I really like already. I'm Michigan's a passion play just because I'm watching the game. Small bet, nothing big. And that's the one he bets. <laughs> but but in his but in his none of those other conversations happened in his mind. All that happened in his mind is like who do you like today? I love Michigan. Oh, okay, I'll roll with you. Like, and then, and then, probably like a freaking mortgage payment in my world goes on Michigan, and Michigan ends up a, like they a point and a half south of covering. And by the way, they almost lost the game too. Indiana played really well against yeah, them in the I mean, first let's leave half. That out of it, I mean, we'll see. But that's one of those games where you see it in college football a lot, where every every big program has players that can that can compete. The bigger, better programs have so many of those players that when your guys start getting tired, they just run another one out. So, like, Michigan just has so – they're so much farther ahead 
And a little trap game feel to it, too, because they got Penn State the next week. Battle between two. They won by 21 teams. points, guys. They did. Stop rewriting history. Hopefully our guy, Mike Hart's okay, too. Onondaga High School's own. He man. gave Just, a thumbs up when he came off. The good, field. good. I know he the weird situation with that is a seizure and everything else. Just scary stuff there. There is definitely a separation, though, in college football. Like The storyline from yesterday was almost. Like, Alabama almost went down. Yeah. Uh, Michigan was tested. USC was trailing to Washington State. Oklahoma State was trailing to Texas Tech. Ole Miss was trailing to Vanderbilt. There were so many upsets that almost happened that just didn't. And Kansas, by the way, where college game day was, the Jayhawks were leading in that game, and their Heisman Trophy, maybe or maybe not, contender for the award. I might have added that out on the audio side. (laughs) Uh, Daniels gets hurt during the game. So he's got this moment where he can really, like, take center stage for the national award. And he gets hurt. Big play from Saquon. Big play from Saquon. The freak. Saquon Barkley. Saquons. He's got a text from our pal, Boston Dan. Gaz, are you ready to apologize for all that preseason hate you had about the Giants? Yes, Dan, actually, I am, by the way. You because- realize, like, one, one day, one day, guys will realize why I come across as a smarter fan. Because I just keep it kind of level. Yeah. I keep it level. <laughs> Hey, look, I think the Giants could be okay. I don't think they'll be good, but I think they'll be okay. And everybody's like, yeah, LeVac was right. Guys, is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did trash the Giants constantly. Yeah. They're playing they're playing day ball. Day ball, 20, 23. Keep it under 27. Wind that clock down, there, baby. No, this is going to – this this next score goes over. Next score puts this game over. Ooh. 42 total. Not that I bet it. <clears throat> so next week, college football will have some great stuff. Tennessee and Alabama, Penn State and Michigan, NC State and Syracuse. U Albany almost came back and won the game against Monmouth. They had a good fourth quarter. They had a weird hit at the end of that game that you could argue cost them the game. That's about all great stuff that's happening in the college football world. This wind has picked up here and is blowing the heat from the fireplaces that way, where the sun is, which is very counterproductive. Like, wind, if you could go ahead and blow it this way, that would be great. I don't ask for a lot from you, wind. I don't ask for forces of nature to change their way much. But when I do, I expect it done. Okay, all right. Do all right. It. Uh, let's let's get into this. So the so the Giants are playing right now uh, on the verge of potentially going up on the the uh, Green Bay Packers while we're doing this uh, live from the hideaway. Again, I will uh, I'll be here until I get back in to go home and do whatever the Queen asks of me. Um, R.I.P. to the Queen. No, no, not, 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 oh, I'm queen. sorry, I wasn't I'm, listening. Wow. I thought it was a London. Wow. I thought it was a London reference. Guys just killed my kid. No, 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 it's great. no. It's great, guys. It's great. That's not Thanks. what I meant. Thanks, poor kid. She's That's on the. She's on, she's on the men. She's on the men doing better. Guys goes ahead and RIPs her. That's no, that's, that's not that what I meant. I thought up. we were doing London that stuff. Messed, that is messed up, man. That's messed. I thought, wow, wow. Wait till, wait till I tell Bell's uncle Gaz tried to kill her today on the show. I'm sorry, I thought it was. Shoot, the Raiders killed one of their old running. I can't remember the name of the guy. The running back. What? <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I'm sorry. He died? No. no. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, man. That just got like I can't. I'm completely. I'm While falling. you look that up, I'll talk about our friends over in Mohawk yeah. Honda. Wait, wait, how I, many of them are you killing? Yeah, no, hopefully not. We will be back there on October 27th. They got a lot of cool stuff coming up here in the month of October, October 30th. If you want to bring your kids out for the fun trick or treat event in Mohawk, I believe it's called Trick or Trunk. Shout out to Mohawk Honda for doing that cool event coming up here in October. Always great things that 
supply chain is always strained and it's finishing up with that, but you can still get your new vehicle. You want to start the holiday season off right. Take care of somebody special in your life with a new ride. 2022 Pilot drove it right over here to the hideaway. Actually, I didn't. That's my wife's car. I just pointed <laughs> over there. I'm so is used the kid, to it. Is the kid seat in she there? has it. She has the car seat. She has the car seat. I did a good job today to make sure she has the car seat. But you can stop over, find out the vehicle you want. And don't forget our pal Scott Moynihan is back. He is helping people 30-plus years of experience in the automotive industry, helping you find the ride you're looking for. Mohawk Honda, check him out on social media as well with the new rides coming in the 2023s and more. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. So last week, the Raiders' uh, official Twitter account, and uh, and their press department announced that ex running back Clarence Davis had died at the age of uh, seventy three, which was news to Clarence Davis when he heard about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> healthy and safely in his home at seventy three years old. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like like you know when you see the thing with the Browns like oh that's so Browns like this has become so Raiders like like with the way this year is going to this point and everything where it's like. Oh, now you're killing your legends. Okay, cool. Good job, guys. Way to go. He's bad as guys. Um, oh, Sorry, Mr. Davis. The Giants take the lead. Oh, big blue. Saquad. If anybody had an anytime touchdown on Saquad, you can go to the pay window, my friend. Congratulations. Congratulations. Saquon Barkley. Saquad. Best running back in the NFL. We've played this game like every week with Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. Saquon Barkley, there he is there right is. there. He just scored the touchdown, get off the course. It's incredible. Good. That Swinging the clubs well, too, I hear. Um, I, I mean, obviously, at this moment, he is. But the thing with him is, and it's it becomes tedious when you have this conversation, but you have to have it with him. He hasn't had a full healthy season since his rookie year. So like you, you're like if you're a Giants fan right now, you've got to be like it's got to be one of those ones where you're just like, yes, can we afford to keep him? Should we pay him? What should we do? Like you, it's a very weird place to be in, which is which shouldn't factor into me saying whether or not he is the best running back in the NFL right now, but for some somehow it does. And to add a little bit more context too, if you're listening on the replay of this, Saquon did go into the medical tent, and some people across the internet thought he had a broken collarbone, and believe the season might be over that's why some people need to just chill on social media not react and try to be doctors on social media as we saw the reports coming out from the miami dolphin situation and to his concussion and everything else let's put away everyone's medical degrees on social media and i know saying that out loud you can probably say that about the last three years so here's the question because realistically it's a two it's a two-back race right now right Mm -hmm. would you rather have saquon barkley or nick chubb saquon barkley saquon barkley's best running back in the jonathan taylor Saquon Barkley. Dalvin Cook. Man, it's Saquon again. All that stuff. Because here's the factor of all those four guys you mentioned. Uh, I'm grouping Chubb and Taylor here. That offensive line has helped them a lot. They've had some big holes, and Chubb's had that for a while in Cleveland. Dalvin Cook and Saquon are so close. But it seems as if more and more the offense's focus in Minnesota is going towards Justin Jefferson, and rightfully so. Jefferson's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Here's one that just kind of sparked one of them that discussion. Why not Saquon Barkley is the MVP? I know I was just talking about the best running back in the NFL, but let's start talking about Saquon Barkley as an MVP because Josh Allen's going to get love. Lamar Jackson's going to get love uh, for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts because the Eagles yeah, are Jones. the only yeah uh, they're the only undefeated team. You disagree, Chandler you Jones. Disagree. You're a you Chandler. Di- <laughs> you 
I said, I said Daniel Jones. <laughs> oh, I thought I heard Chandler Jones. He disagrees. He disagrees. Uh, Saquon Barkley, the true most valuable player. Where the hell would this offense be for the potentially winning record Giants if they didn't have Saquon Barkley? Uh, screwed. Especially right now, because again, let me let me give you let me give you the players with receptions in today's Giants Packers game over in London. Darius Slayton. Okay, we know him. He's a deep threat. He's got the dropsies, but okay. Saquon Barkley, we knew he'd be there. Marcus Johnson, Daniel Bellinger, Scorch. Richie James, <laughs> Matt Breida, David Sills the fifth, Chris Myrick. I hope I said that right. <laughs> Those are players with receptions for the Giants today. You know that the offense is going to go through Saquon Barkley. You are aware of it. And the, the Packers defense is solid. And he is currently has over 100 total yards. He has 13 carries, 70 yards and a touchdown. He's averaging 5.4 yards a carry. He has three catches for 36 yards. However, his long catch was 41 yards. Don't do the math. And he, you know he's getting the ball, and he's getting the ball, and he's getting in the end zone. So – yeah, I mean, he's got to be part of the conversation. He's definitely got to be part of the conversation. You know, a quarterback's game. He might get like offensive player or something. But a quarterback, you know, if if, if Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson is playing the way they're playing, they're going to get it. Adrian Peterson might be the last non-quarterback MVP. And after that, it's maybe Thurman Thomas. Like, God, that's a long time. It's not Daniel Jones, though. Nice try. All right, but hold on, though. Okay. Do you do you? You want to hear what Daniel Jones is doing today against the Packers with that wide receiving core I just mentioned? Let's hear it. He is 21 of 27 for 217 yards. He's been sacked once. He's a, he has a quarterback rating of 100.2. He has seven carries for 41 yards. Did I not hear any touchdowns? No, no. You're not. Those, okay. those are overrated. <laughs> I need 27 points and no touchdowns from your quarterback. So far, the, the, three, the three touchdowns are a Saquon run, a Gary Brightwell run, <laughs> And a Daniel Bellinger run. Hell, <laughs> who's that second name? Gary Brightwell. He's the accountant for the line for the Giants. He uh, <laughs> he got out. No, he's he is one of the backup running backs. He's the one who um, who scored when when Saquon wasn't on the field. I thought you said out. the late Gary Bertier from Remember the Titans. I thought you Listen, said just because the Raiders kill players doesn't mean I do. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. That's just not gonna happen. So like I said, Giants Giants getting after it. Giants gonna have Barkley getting after it. So good for them. Hopefully they keep this up, get this W across the pond and become a, a true conversation for, you know, if the Giants win this week and the Eagles lose this week, Giants are Giants, Giants are right there to take down the NFC East. <laughs> they are. They really are. Are the Giants the best coach team in football right now? Ooh. Oh, man. That's a great question. Thanks. A lot of it all by myself. I'm trying to think who else would be in the conversation. Well, Eagles got to be up there. Eagles are definitely in it. I think San Fran with a backup quarterback. I know it's Garoppolo. You know, I'm a Kyle Shanahan. Ooh, you're not going to like this answer, but I think we really have to give credit for this. Mike McCarthy has done a pretty good job in Dallas. Uh, Maybe the best uh, in a while. Not not so I, bad out I there. I think Dan Quinn is doing a hell of a job because Michael Parsons is being utilized damn near perfectly in Dallas. Ooh, I got the winner. This should have been my first answer, and I'm surprised you and I didn't talk about this. Picks, though. Is it Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll's got to be up Pete there. Carroll and John Schneider, what they did for how bad we meant, we never mentioned, and rightfully so, but we'll have to do it now. The Thursday night game between the Broncos and the Colts. Russell yeah. Wilson's terrible. Oh, he's like, garbage. Who said that he wasn't going to be good this year? Didn't somebody say he wasn't going to be good this is that, year? Is that you? I Person think to my I left. I said Mr. Limited was going to be in trouble this year. 
Seattle has been, that's the answer. It's Carolyn Schneider because they're a place. It's easy to blame Hackett for everything. Like, to blame a coach in football, you can do yeah, the Hackett's last play in the game. Bad, like, they, Hackett's they, bad. They dropped the play for Hambler. Hackett's bad. It's it's the Malcolm Butler play, right? Like, you just do a little rubber there out is, there at the end zone, and he's wide open, and Russ, we never even looks there, at him. There is no less than one, sometimes two to three times a game, where Hackett makes a call, and you go, what is he? Why? Like, why is he? Does he not know how the game works? Like, where did they find him? Like, is this a reverse Ted Lasso? Was he coaching soccer? <laughs> In the Premier League, and then they brought him over here to do, fo- do other football. Like it was a mistake. Like he's terrible. He's a bad coach. He's bad, bad. Um, all right, uh, Jets, Dolphins today, which is interesting because where we are at the hideaway right now, there is a a massive uh, Dolphins fan who happens to be very good friends with one of the owners of the hideaway, Chad, who's a massive Jets fan, and they're going to watch the game together here on the patio after Chad gets done playing golf. So this is going to be very, very interesting. We also might be out here potentially. I, yeah, I don't see it's going anywhere, but I have a big jacket in the truck that I'm going to go grab as soon as, <laughs> as soon as I get the opportunity. Yeah, this matchup is about Bridgewater and Wilson, the quarterbacks, of course. The two <laughs> thing is, I don't want to keep going back to the concussion thing because I know some people are so triggered by it about how it happened. Isn't it a little strange he was ruled out Tuesday? It, it feels Dolphin fan really has like the league is against us because you got your owner suspended. You've got now your quarterback getting ruled out. You've got people questioning whether or not you can trust your doctors. The team was never getting love, even when they beat the Bills. Dolphin fan has no one wants us to win. Everybody hates us, and usually that's the most overused cliche in sports. There's some truth to the Dolphin one. Two is probably hurt. I'm not a doctor, but ruling him out on a Tuesday is wild. That's the biggest. Well, they're gonna rule him out. Short of him, like you know, having like one of those head injuries, like in the old sitcoms where it made him a genius. They were going to rule him out because of all the negative. Like, if he went out there again and got hit again, even if there was no lingering effects, just hang it up. You're done. It's over for you. But yeah, I, I think he was going to be out. Here. But he shouldn't have been out last week. Like, there's no way he how he escaped concussion protocol is is insane. It was strange for sure. And Teddy Bridgewater is fine as a backup. He's had a good career. New York and Miami. This could be. Ooh, I'm going to save that pick for later on. We get to our picks. I just had something somebody, pop in my head about that. Ass. Somebody farted. You fart? I did I not. It was not terrible. me. Strange odor coming from somewhere. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe there's lighting the heater the right way. That could be. Um, what do you feel about Steelers Bills? Kenny Pickett. Last time, last week, we, I, I called it. Pickett was going to enter the game, and sure enough, he does. The Bills. Uh, that's a different roster. We'll say they're still dealing with a ton of injuries on that squad right now. Steelers are not in the Bills league. Not even close. Uh, the injuries are the one thing that kind of gives you a little bit of hope. If you're if you're a Steelers fan, um, you know Dawson Knox out, <laughs> Justin Murray from the offensive line out, Justin Poyer out, uh, Tremaine Edwards out, all out. But, they, but it's not like like the the Steelers aren't very healthy either. You know, Loudermilk out, Rudolph we knew would be out, Mark Robinson out, uh, Witherspoon out. Like they've got they got a bunch of injuries as well. But if everybody was healthy in this game, or if these if these injuries even out, the Bills are just going to destroy them. They're just not – they're not in the Bills league right now. They're not. Good enough coach to keep it close. The number scares me a little bit, and I know we're going to do our picks in a minute. But, like, there's no way – if I'm just doing – if I'm doing a money line parlay and I want to throw a team in, if I'm, if I'm in a survivor league, I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, the, the survivor play is good right there. The money line, even for the Steelers, the number opened strange. There was so much money going on Buffalo because the line – I think I believe it opened at, like, Eight and a half might have been nine and a half. It's up to 13 and a half. The line's been all over the place for that game. 
Back to the Steelers and the Bills' franchise is where they stand. Pittsburgh knows this was not going to be one of their best years with the AFC North getting better. Remember what could have this matchup meant for the Bills? They lost to the Dolphins. If Harbaugh kicks with Justin Tucker, they could have lost easily to Baltimore. The Bills could have been entering this game at home going on a two-game losing streak as the Super Bowl favorite. That's not the case, but it's not must win or, as you like to say, have to win. But, oh, my God, Bills fans, you would have been going wild this week about how important a game was in week five against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and and it's just like the Bills are – they're going to put it on you. Like I think there's gonna, this is going to be an like we're they're going to make an example of the Steelers today. I, I think I think they're really their goal is going to be to hurt them and show everybody that they're they're not weak. That don't look for a victory here. This is the, 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 <laughs> the wind is the pick. wind look has out! picked up. Look out! I say we get into picks. Let's do it. Yeah! Yeah! There's pumpkins <laughs> flying at everyone. Save the children. Don't worry about the podcast host. They're all right. <laughs> all right, don't get these. You can keep those pumpkins. I don't think we need them. I don't think they're going to stay anyway. All right, let's do the picks. <laughs> these, li- these lines are provided to us by DraftKings. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code 518. 518. We got some really cool specials coming up later. 518, where we hope to still be by the time this win stops. We've got some cool promotions coming up later this month. We're looking forward to sharing with you. Uh, to recap last week, even though we don't want to, uh, our locks were okay. One and three, two and two. It's more about what our records were. Last week, Levac and I had been over 500 for majority of the season until we both posted a four and 10 record last week. Four and 10. Um, you know, the worst thing is I'm in a pick. Uh, it's funny. I'm seeing a lot of people dislike the video for us uh, for today's broadcast. It's because I'm wearing my Lions hat. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, what did we say? They got Giant fans so mad. It's the Lions. Okay. It's the Lions hat. Um, gotcha. So I, I do a pick them league with uh with tim from the hideaway and i got 12 right and without the spread so the spread the spread caused me some issues last weekend however when i did actually bet and how much i bet it for i did fine so i just not not here so hopefully you um hopefully you you listened uh better than i spoke i guess is what i should do there you want me to take the lead on these games this yeah, week yeah, okay we're gonna start off with my team the tampa bay buccaneers this is the one o'clock window the buccaneers take on the falcons in this nfc south matchup the buccaneers are a and I cannot make this up. It just changed. It was 10. I'm looking at the screen right now. It just jumped a full point. DraftKings now has this listed as 11. I've never seen that ever happen doing a pick segment where it changed on me right now. Over-under is 46. Uh, yeah, it, this is the Buccaneers all day. Um, I really like I like the Falcons. I do. I think they're on their way. I think I think what Smith is doing with that team uh, is, is very is, – is, is, it's fun to watch. Uh, if Patterson's healthy, if a couple other things are going on, I don't. Maybe I take him with the number, but I think Tampa goes out and slaps the crap out of him. Take this for what it means. I'm officially 0 4 picking my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have not gotten a Buccaneer game right. I finally picked them to win the last week after picking them to lose three weeks in a row, and now here we are, going back to the Bucks. Tom Brady has never lost to the Atlanta Falcons. There's one game in particular people not remember him beating the Falcons in. The Super Bowl. I will take Tampa, but my God, they look old. And Kyle Pitts, by the way, if you're a fantasy football player, don't worry. He won't post bad numbers for you this week because he's likely on your bench because he's out. I'm the same production <laughs> he's done, actually. In your lineup. All right, let's move on to the lines. Agree on that one. Right? Lines and Patriots. Patriots, three-point favorite at home over under 47 in this matchup. Uh, this uh, this is one of my um, – actually, I've, I've got this as one of my locks for, for this game. Um, I look at this matchup, and I think that 
this is one of those ones where you, you start to look at the Patriots and go, huh, not the geniuses anymore because of uh, this, that, and the other thing. I like Detroit plus the three. I do. I think Detroit Detroit can score on anyone. Uh, last I looked, Amon St. Rob Brown uh, was well, – Amon Ross St. Brown was, was playing. So hopefully that's still the case. I'll have to look that up myself right now just to make sure because – if he's playing, I think the Lions can actually win this thing outright, but I'll definitely take the points and I'll lock in the Lions as, as one of my plays. Uh, Swift is out, but St. Brown is in. St. Brown is in. I'm looking at this game and saying, can Zappy, oh, Lions. Zappy, the third string quarterback from Western I Kentucky, Zappy, Zappy, Zappy. <laughs> can he be good enough against the Lions defense? The problem is the Lions defense. I love this quote. If they were bad, they'd be three and one. They're beyond <laughs> bad. Even with Aiden Hutchinson, who's having a pretty decent season so far, sacks aren't always reflective of how good a defensive lineman can be. Sacks are a weird way, can just fall into somebody. I'm taking New England. I'm taking New England at home with a quarterback that's unpredictable. Give me the pats covering that one in that one o'clock window. Let's move on to the Bears and the Vikings. By the way, if, uh, at this time, it appears as though the Giants have gone ahead and just locked up this win. Look about a minute York. left on the clock. They just shut down Green Bay going to the end zone. They should be able to run the clock, I believe. Well, this game has even more significance now with the Bears and the Vikings potentially shaking up the NFC North. John Danielle, where are you? Where are you, John Danielle? Eight and a half point favorites for the Vikings over under 43 and a half. And if John Danielle's watching this on his phone at the bar, please, John, offer up. He's out golfing to today. Uh, no. he's, yeah, he's on the course. So you didn't see him when he came up in full golf clothes, walking away from a golf cart. Oh, I thought he was just driving it around for fun. <laughs> I didn't know he was actually on the course. I thought he was just. Um, I, 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 the Bears are bad. The Bears are really bad. They don't trust Fields. Fields doesn't seem to trust himself anymore. Uh, I don't like the points. However, I can't go against the Vikings on this one. I think the Vikings will go ahead, do enough to win this game, and cover the spread. You and I are feeling the same way about Minnesota. Simpatico. At some point, this is a real hot take by me here. Hey, when you're all things hot out here. When your offense stinks, eventually it's going to hurt you winning games. That's Chicago. They don't have an offense. And David Montgomery is scheduled to play. That's still not enough. I'll take Minnesota with all eight and a half with Skull going wild in that one. The Chargers, another one o'clock game coming from the West Coast. This time they're heading to Ohio. The Browns, a two and a half point dog at home. Over (laughs) under the Browns. 47 and a half. You know, I've, um, I've realized something. After a bad week. I uh, I started looking through the games I really like this week, and this is like uh, this isn't a lock, but it's like lock adjacent. Like I feel like this is a good game. Um, I, I don't love the travel. I think there's enough talent on the Browns to get this done, but not a, not enough of that at the quarterback position right now. I think I think the Chargers are the play here. I really do. The Chargers are a better team, and uh, they'll show it against uh, a collegiate quarterback. This is one of these Sunday thoughts of boy, I might work this one again for the second Sunday in a row in a Brown game for the lock. The Chargers were the most impressive team in week four. That Texan game, Houston, we've said this a lot of our pick segments that the roster is actually playing better than it was projected preseason, but the Chargers just smacked them. Austin Eckler, uh, I tossed this to you last week, and I took some heat from it of Eckler, where does he rank for a fantasy play for the rest of the year? Could he finish as the number one running back in fantasy? I've already invested in it. So, yeah, I'll go with the Chargers in this one. It could potentially be a lock when we recap it at the end for me with minus two and a half. Titans, Commanders. Commanders, how about this? Now a one-point favorite at home in this matchup. over under 43 in this game. Titans, Titans are getting a point? Titans are now getting a point. Guys, what do you drink now? 
Hold on to the table. Okay. Lock in the Titans. Whoa! Lock in the Titans. What? Lock, what lock, is it that Bloody Mary? Lock in the Titans. The Titans will win this game outright. The Titans plus one. Lock it in. I'm I don't a back lock. I don't think I've ever locked. I don't think I've locked the Titans in like ever? four years. Lock them in. I want Kalia to make that Bloody Mary of whatever just got put in that tab. If you guys Titans lock. I also like the Titans just because I just can't stand the commanders anymore. I've taken them every week. They got pounded by They're Dallas terrible. last week. We terrible. both loved the commanders in that match. Everything made so much sense for Washington to win that game last week. What a terrible franchise, by the way. Can we just get Snyder out of there? Yeah, let, no, let Bezos no. run it. Let somebody else run Washington and let the fans Every have Every time good. you go after Snyder, someone else pays. So, like, like John Gruden was one of the <laughs> latest ones. So, so like, if you, if you go after Snyder again, like, the Pope – is going to get kicked out of office. Like Snyder is his deal with Satan is strong and he will not be he will not be denied. He will Mr. Snyder by the way. How yeah. dare I? Mr. Screw Snyder. Him. Screw him. Texans Jaguars six and a half Jaguars. point favorites for the Jags at home over under 43 and a half in this game. I really like the Jags in this. Um I think I think you've got two teams on a similar trajectory but the Jags are just the better squad and the Jags the Jags believe they are a postseason team. To be a postseason team, you need to beat teams that aren't as good as you. They have a high value on this game. Do I want to do it? I might get an extra lock or two this week. All right. I'm locking the Jags. Lock them in. Minus six and a half. The Jags win by at least 10 points. I don't like anything about this game. I don't like anything. Of course anything. you don't. If this, the six and a half at home just begs, right? Begs for me to take Jacksonville. Want. Trevor Lawrence is terrible. I heard He's the not st- terrible. I heard the stat that it's the most fumbles by a quarterback in 20 years last week. Yeah. 20 years? Houston, yeah. defense, turnovers, blitzes, Jacksonville wins, Houston covers. It's always a cop-out pick, but I, I like that one a lot better. Close, right, fun, red zone, Scott Hansen game. Seahawks coming to the east to take on the New Orleans Saints. Five-and-a-half-point favorites for the Saints in this matchup, over under 45-and-a-half. Uh, so this is one of those games with the way the Seahawks have been playing, you would think I would go with the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith is cooking. But I think the Saints defense is good enough to negate what Geno Smith is. I think they'll, you know, they'll, they'll hit him so hard he'll think he's get, he'll think he owes the IK and Kampali money again. Um, so give me give me the give me the Saints. I'll take the I'll take the favorites. Michael Thomas's health is constantly back and forth. Alave though, Woo-hoo. Alave is really good. He's got a ton of targets this year, tons of looks. Uh, Taysom Hill, will he score again? Probably not. Uh, I look at Rashad Penny, the fantastic seat that week he had last week. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm do locking it, in the it. Seahawks. Whoa. This it's is a lot. my first I mean, that's lock. Almost a lock off, I like this. Not... I like Seattle. Geno Smith, Pete Carroll, John Snyder. We already talked him up already. Give me the Seahawks in a lock in this game as long as our pal Mac is not around me right now. <laughs> Next one here. We, actually, right, Mac, at, I got you. We're out of the 1 o'clock window. We'll recap to the New York teams in a bit. But first, we'll move on to 4 o'clock. 49ers, Panthers. Panthers, six and a half point dogs at home over under 40. In this one, lock up the Niners, lock them up. Ooh. Niners are going to grind them in the paste. This, you got you got to think about this, man. I got the, I got this, I got, I got Bosa. I got Baker Mayfield running for his life from Bosa. Like, nah, give me the Niners. I, I have six locks this week. I have six locks this week. Is Carolina about to become the worst team in the NFL? They, this, I, no, they already are. I thought they could make the playoffs this season. I thought the roster and the schedule worked out for Carolina to be a playoff team. Yeah, that involved Baker Mayfield being an NFL quarterback. Everything is terrible about it. The coach, the quarterback, the wide receiver, the local media. 
Done. I'll take San Francisco. The only, the only thing that Carolina's coming first in this year is first to have their coach fired. That's true. Could happen this week. Good. Uh, Eagles, Cardinals, five and a half point dogs at home. Arizona over under 48 and a half. Ready for this? Ready? Yeah. Hold the table. Lock in the cards. Lock in the cards. Everything I hate, I love this week. Titans, cards, probably my two favorite plays of the whole week. Eagles are on a hot streak. They could very well win this game, but I think the cards will be just annoying enough. They'll play their game. The, you know, Kyler Murray will run around like a toddler who stole the remote. Like, it'll be it'll be enough to stay in this thing. Five and a half points, lock in the Arizona Cardinals. I believe I've had the Cardinals twice as locks this season and twice I've gone 0-2 in a mix of games, both spread and over-unders. I will just keep riding the Eagles until they make me look stupid. Had them last week. Stay undefeated. Philadelphia's a great team to watch, man. I love them. They're entertaining. I will take another favorite. A lot of favorites this week for me. I'll take the Eagles with the points in that one. Dallas. Wait, at this time, I just want to point out, I believe the Giants kind of mismanaged the clock a little bit. There's a safety involved. The Giants, 11 minutes on the clock. Green Bay has got the ball back. <laughs> and a potential to win on a big play. <laughs> I don't know. If Did you say gonna, 11 minutes on the clock? 11 seconds. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I, yeah. minutes. I, was, I, was, I thought it was kind of overtime. Like, no, whoa. no, no. It's, it's just, Green Bay is going to have a chance to win this game. Dallas and the Rams. L.A. Rams. Dallas Cowboys. Rams five point favorites at home over under 42. I went back and forth in this game a lot. I think you you know my love of Mike McCarthy. I'm sorry, loathe thing of Mike McCarthy. Um, I really want to take the Rams. I think the Rams get it done, but the idea of, of that offensive line trying to stop Micah Parsons scares the hell out of me. Like I basically what this game comes down to for me is is can Sean McVay scheme an offense that negates Micah Parsons for what 60, 70 percent of the game? Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't feel great about it. It's more of going against Mike McCarthy, thinking that he'll find a way to blow it. I keep picking against Dallas because I keep thinking Cooper Rush is not going to be that good, but he finds ways to win. L.A. looks so bad on Monday Night Football against the Niners. I'm taking the Rams, but this is one of my locks. It is the over in this game, 42. Ooh. Now, this could be just Wait, as... Two of the best defensive players on the planet in this game. Guys like, over. That's right. I look back at the Thursday night. I love the over in Broncos Colts, and it just was terrible. But my thought process was, okay, Two good quarterbacks that are just playing poorly will eventually figure it out, and the public money will go on the over and excuse me, the under in that game. This could be just as bad as my Thursday pick, but Rush and Stafford hopefully continue to play better. Rush is playing better Stafford than Stafford, like right? Crap. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's weird to say out loud that Cooper Rush is playing better than Matthew Stafford. And our primetime game, Bengals Ravens, another AFC North battle this week. Three-point favorite, Ravens at home. Over-under this one is 47 and a half. Was it, uh, you said three-point favorite? Three-point Baltimore at home. Lock in Baltimore. Ooh. Secondary is crap, but it doesn't matter. Joe Burrow can't throw from his back. Baltimore is is pissed off, and they're going to make an example of, of old Joey Burrow and the, and the Bayou Bengals. I like Baltimore first half in this one. I would take Baltimore as well, but, man, that was a blown, blown game we last go. week against Buffalo. Giants got it done. Giants got it done. I like Baltimore as well. And then the Monday night game before we recap the New York picks, Raiders and Chiefs. Your Raiders on Monday night football this week. Seven-point favorites, Kansas City at home. 51-and-a-half, the over-under in this one. Over is good. Definitely want the over, um, except for the fact that I can see the Raiders playing this game in one of those ugly slugfest kind of games they like to do against these good teams. Uh, three of the last four matchups between the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. Derek Carr has scored 18 or more fantasy points. So he plays well against them. He's got the, he's got his uh, his college girlfriend, Devontae Adams, on the team now. 
Jacobs coming off a stellar game. I think the Raiders make this a football game. I think the Raiders win this game. Money line. I think the Raiders win this game, and I think it's one of those games where after they win it, everyone goes, oh, my goodness, the Raiders are a real contender, and then they go right back to being crap like they were in the first three games of the year. But I, I definitely, if I'm getting a touchdown with the Raiders, I like the Raiders in a high-scoring game, maybe a late, late win somehow. Maybe, maybe Max Crosby or Chandler Jones dings up Mahomes a little bit, something of that nature. I think the things just fall just right for the Raiders to look better than they really are in this game. Is that a sixth lock for you? I, to win. I want I want it to be, but I when I lock the Raiders, they lose. And I'm not gonna do that to my boys. I'll definitely have money on that game. I'll definitely like like what I win today will end up on that game tomorrow. I'll take responsibly. The, I'll take the Chiefs just because I watched them torch sure. the Buccaneers sure. in sure. prime time last week. And you I know, know what? You know what? Give me the Falcons. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't want the Falcons. Uh, Bills <laughs> Steelers. 13 and a half point favorites oh. the Bills at home over under 44 in this number. game. I hate that number. I really, really hate that number. I like the under in this game. Not as a lock, but I like the under in this game. I'll um I, I'll take I'll take the Bills very unconfidently. I could see this being like a 28 six game something like that in nature because I just don't see I think Kenny Pickett gets his welcome to the welcome to the big leagues rook moment. I think in this game. I like Buffalo as well at 13 and a half. And you mentioned you didn't want to lock in the under. Yeah. I'm locking in the under, and that is my Ooh. favorite play of the entire day. I'm trying to find Ooh. this on my phone. I'm almost positive this opened at 48 and a half for the over-under in this game earlier in the week, and it's all the way down to 44. 46 and a half. 46 and a half is what it opened at. So that money is going on the under. I will rock with that. That is my favorite play of all of week five. The under in Steelers Bills and our final New York game. Where's our guy Chad so we can talk about his Jets and Dolphins. Jets at home, MetLife. Three and a half point dogs over under 46. So here's where I'm at. I have long said I feel like the league will figure out the Dolphins and they will come back down to earth. I thought that would happen with Tua. Um I don't think you lose as much as people think you lose with Bridgewater. I don't. Think, I think you'll lose some of those really, really precise underneath passes. But he's not a bad quarterback. He's he's an NFL quarterback. There's a reason teams want him when they're not 100 sold on their starter. The question becomes: Can that energy, that spark provided by Milf Hunter Wilson from last week, <laughs> continue into this week? I think so. Give me the Jets. I think the Jets can. I think the Jets can. Take this thing into the fourth quarter, maybe steal one from the Dolphins. Lock in the Jets. Three and a half. I told you last week that if the Jets got a hook, all I wanted was a half point in that match against Pittsburgh, and I would have taken them. It went off at three. I backed off on New York. It cost me. The Jets won outright. Now you're giving me that half point at home in a divisional game with a backup quarterback, and the Jets are feeling that momentum. Sal is pushing everybody in practice. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Lock it in. I want to make sure we recap our locks because we forgot to last week before we got the Q&A at the end of the day. I got four locks. I got the Jets here, plus three and a half. My favorite play is the under for Bills, Steelers. So two New York locks this week. Under at 44. I like the Seahawks on the road with the points, plus five and a half. And over Cowboys, Rams sitting at 42. <laughs> I just... So the Giants fans, they're stirring the echoes, man. They're stirring the echoes. We got Boston Dan, who's a Giants fan. Do the math on that. Uh, yelling at God for his preseason hate of, of the Giants. And then Lindsay, my former assistant, who uh, now is a she's, – she's, she runs social media for some, like, banking firm. Oh, Look at that. How come every one of my interns and assistants does better than me? Um, she just <laughs> texted me out of nowhere. 
I don't want to hear shit about how the Giants don't deserve to be four and one. We effing dominated the Packers, especially in the second half. I'm like, when did I say that, you drunk, angry bee? <laughs> Simmer down. She goes, oh, I didn't say you did. I'm just referring to all our haters. I'm like, well, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> well, I like the Giants this year. I thought I didn't think they'd be this good. I didn't think they'd play this well. But I thought you would see. I thought the Giants would be a lot like the Falcons, where you see, like, you see where they're going. Like, you can see positive momentum. I didn't think they'd be. I didn't think they'd be about like if I'm right and the Eagles cough one up, they they could very well be in first place. Like, come on, man! They're right there. That? Also, when did our banner fall down during that windstorm? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's okay. no, I don't know. That's I think right. I think we'll it's broken. It like, it? It's not ours. It's yours. It doesn't say Levac <laughs> on it anywhere. Um, if it said Levac on it, I'd say ours. But it was, let's not simmer, simmer, simmer. Simmer down now. Your locks we're looking for. You have, I believe, six. I do have maybe six even locks. seven locks. I just want to look at. I want to look at. I want to ask you one more football question before okay. we we get done because it is it is final across the pond at Tottenham Hotspur on the pitch. 27-22 final score. Giants beat Green Bay. The final stats for the quarterback of the Giants: twenty-one to twenty-seven, two hundred seventeen yards passing, thirty-seven rushing yards in the victory. Is there any leeway for you to say that Daniel Jones should be the quarterback of the Giants after this year? No. Right. He didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, but you don't the, the team won. Yeah, that's all right. They're better with Autumn. And they're good right now. Oh with, my, oh my oh, god, the camera oh, just got knocked over. Oh my goodness. Are you all right? Are we okay? Oh, oh the humanity. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. That was a Cloverfield situation right there. Uh, all right. Thank you. Shin. Shin's not working, but she's yeah. working. <laughs> okay, God, we're almost done. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's pull the back and guys outside. Let's, and we can watch them fly to Kansas and Oz. Um, all right, my lock recap is oh man, I'm I'm scared now. Um, all right, I'm recapping. I got the Cardinals plus five and a half. I got the Titans plus one. My two most hated teams almost never pick them at all. Usually lock against them, locking them in. Ravens laying the field. Actually, no, yeah, Ravens laying the field goal. I got uh, the Niners and the Jags both playing six and a half, and then give me Detroit Rock City plus three against the Pats, and then a little love for the for the Raiders on Monday night, but not a lot. Nice, that's a lot of locks. I got this six week. locks. Feeling, six parlay those up. See what happens. Might even tease them. Might even tease them. You never know. Q and A to end the day. Our guy Jamal. We don't hear from him enough. We love Jamal. Y'all got to be freezing out there. Uh, we're not. We're not sweating. We're not. We're not sweating. That's for sure. Um, I uh, I do I do uh, but it's not bad. It's no, the wind. It's, the it's... wind is the problem. Like if the if the wind wasn't so aggressive, it would be okay. This is where I do my best work, Jamal, out here. Like there's literally weather. two fire pits and four propane heaters around us right now. So we're not. It's not that bad. But the wind is the wind's a bit aggressive. A bit aggressive. Two of these from Tommy Boy. Sorry that the NAL down South Albany has the best player in the league again. So what he's trying to refer to is the Columbus Lions, uh, the team up north has brought back the reigning MVP of the league, Darius Prince, or as I like to call him, overrated. Um, no. <laughs> no, actually, like, so Darius and I weren't, we, like, we had to be careful. Like, we, anytime we spoke to each other until he was under contract, because I'm with the Lions now, like, it had to be with other people on the phone because it couldn't be accused of tampering. So now that he's under contract, I called and I congratulated him because, you know, I, I do I do love DP, and I think he belongs here in Albany. Um, he's, dude, he's, he's phenomenal. And, 
if you think there's any chance, I'm going to give him bulletin board material because the only thing that's better than Darius Prince on a football field is a pissed off Darius <laughs> Prince on a football field. You're out of your freaking mind. The guy's amazing. Uh, he's where he belongs, and it's very good. It's good news for Albany. Good news for Albany. Good news for the league. The only the worst news, the only thing that would have been bad for the league is if he had like ended up somewhere else. So the fact that he's in the NAL is good for everybody. Shout out to Darius Prince. Excited to have him back in the Capital Region playing. Uh, David wrote on Twitter. David didn't write under the video, but that's okay. I'll just say that. Reminder, pops up on the screen when you write under the video. They are cowards for not picking Syracuse for college game day this weekend. I agree, David. I agree. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Yeah, hold on. Cindy Lou just said he has to prove it wasn't luck. Who? Who has to prove it wasn't luck? Who? Who, Cindy Lou? Who? Who, Cindy Lou? Who has to prove it wasn't luck? Uh, I think I found Mike Corda's burner account. Him and I were talking about NFTs yesterday. NFT promotion tagged Godzilla Media and me and said, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, God, okay. Prince had to prove it wasn't. He's one of the. Hold on. Cindy. Cindy. It's not luck when you win Offensive Player of the Year, then MVP, two titles. Was it? He's played in the last three championship games on. The turf, the transfinder field, one with the wrong team, but it's not luck. It's not luck. Put down the mimosas, missus. How dare you? Maybe she's trying to motivate him. And oh. if she is, it's genius, and that's why he said it himself. Yeah, he's just being he's he said it himself because he's being he's, he's being humble to the public. Trust me, when I talk to him off offline, there's no he um I believe the phrase was I can't say the full phrase, but it involved uh, breaking it off once it was like his foot was in my ass in Columbus. So, like, it's not, and that was, you know, in friendly, loving ways. Don't get me wrong, like brothers. But, uh, yeah, no, he's, it's not luck. You can't call what he does luck. He's, he's awesome. You think about it Tommy Grady, Sam Castronova, like whoever the quarterback, you know, Warren Smith Jr., uh, Mike Faithful, whoever the quarterback is, they, they, they get real excited when they see number six over, over on their side of the line in the same uniform. Mike Corda, I found your burner account. It's NFTs. And this other one from Tommy, I really liked. I thought we were going to get to this. We did get to sneak it in. What did you guys think of the Bray Wyatt return last night at the WWE pay-per-view and the pay-per-view overall? Um, I didn't see the pay-per-view. Uh, we were we obviously doing other stuff. Had to run by the Impact show and, and make sure everything went right there. Um, you know, high school friend Bobby Fish was in it. and uh, You'll see D. Scott tried to steal the, <laughs> the NAL trophy. Charlie Tweeter? Sure. Yeah, I know sure that didn't go anywhere. Um, I will. Uh, the Bray Wyatt being back is good for everybody. Bray Wyatt's probably the most entertaining wrestler there is right now. That was, if not better than the CM Punk return. Was that, was right? so is cool. that how they ended the show with him coming back? So, what they did is they had the main event was Saratoga's own Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in this, oh, I don't think I like Riddle anymore. In this cool, like, steel cage octagon. They call it the fight pit. Yep. So, it ends. The show's going off the air. They flash the logo. And all of a sudden, the lights went out, and they slowly built back like Wyatt's old characters, and they cut to him. It was really cool of how they had him come back, and the crowd was super into it. Uh, the show overall, it didn't have that many matches. There was only like five or six, and they were all long, and they were straight up extreme rule style, like fun. I don't gimmicky is not the right word there, but stipulations. I thought it was. I think the whole product. Here's a hot take to leave you with on a Sunday. I'm ready to say pro wrestling right now with Impact, with the WWE, with Triple H running it, with AEW. This right now is the best pro wrestling of my entire life, and maybe the greatest ever. This is beyond the Attitude Era. NWO. NWO is the best. The Attitude Era with the NWO and everything out with The Rock and Stone Cold is great. But, like, top-tier stuff was the best. 
But we always forget about like the weird stuff with like Val Venus and Gold Dust and Hello, like you know, right? Ladies. Some of some of the Attitude Era stuff wasn't no, but, great. But that's but see the problem is though like like all those things if they if they peppered that in right now it'd be hysterical because you used to care about the entire card. Nine times out of ten, if there's not a title involved, people don't care anymore. Um, I it was it weird that he didn't go after anybody like Bray Wyatt. Like I thought he would like he would he would start a new rivalry right right off the road. like he would come out like that and just like clothesline somebody or something. Well, I knew and people think he's going after Alexa Bliss. That couldn't have happened. Where was where was um, Ryan Cabrera? Her husband? No, was where with was, you. no where's the pay per view? Philly, was, Philly. Yeah, she was at MVP Arena yesterday for the Taco and Margarita Festival. She is three feet tall. <laughs> she she and a garden gnome who allegedly is like a DJ or a musician or something. That she's married to walked around the taco and margarita fence. I saw them. I would be cool if Wyatt's the one who beats Roman Reigns. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Whether it's the Rumble, whether he's it's gonna start a group, right? Like he's gonna, it's gonna be him, Baron Corbin, like all the people they alluded to during his like the maybe, White Rabbit stuff. Maybe carrying Cross and Scarlet. They got a I bunch of like stuff they can do with Cross. All right, let me. The only thing, the only sometimes I like carrying Cross. Look at carrying Cross now that he has hair. Is that Nick Hague? <laughs> if we were able to do a side by side, Carrying Cross and Nick Hague, same dude, same it guy. Is. It is same guy. I feel like people like Carrying Cross who go bald and shave their head and grow back a set of hair like that makes people jealous. And I would. You're welcome. Oh wait, I'm a little jealous of Carrying Cross's hair. I do it too, though. I do it all the time. Shave my head, grow it back. I mean, look, I got a sunroof now, though. He, I don't think he has a sunroof. So a little, sunroof, little male pattern right here, a little sunroof. I have no idea what you're talking about, Levac. Yeah. As I try to try to get my four hymns endorsement here on Gazzle Media. See it for hymns.com promo code Gaz. There we go. Let's pull back. There you go. Yeah, Look but you, you take that stuff because you can't get a boner, right? Not yet. I got to get it for free. For hymns.com promo code Gaz. I'll just keep sending you pictures until you send me the stuff. Yeah, I heard you're boner free now. I heard you. That's um, not heard... Blue Chew hasn't gotten back to me. Although crack revenue. Stop sending me stuff. I'm not giving you my credit card information, Boston Dan. Crack revenue? That's that's one of the sites that's been reaching out to me <laughs> with their adult products. Keeps asking for how we're going to pay you. I'm like, I'm not interested in your crack revenue. No, no. Thank you. Because yeah, they're going to put it in your crack. That's what's going to happen. The podcast world is weird with some of these, we'll call them influencer deals that are being offered. Said no probably too often, but I need to. Jay well, Larkin, Jay Larkin like that. He's like, get harder to say no to the adult stuff, I guess. What the hell? <laughs> Still weird. Yeah, I like you know Jay Larkin is one of my favorite people to hang out with, but my least favorite people online. <laughs> he's such a dick online, but he's so one of the greatest brilliant. guys. If you're looking to have a beer or a meal with a great guy who knows like what beer goes with what and all that, and you just have fun conversations, Jay Larkin's your dude. The second he chimes in on anything online, I just delete the account because he's <laughs> he's evil. He's evil yes. online. Like you know what was Brad Paisley so much cooler online? Uh, Jay Larkin is so much crueler online. It's a, it's a true story. I see the way he is. I don't know. All right. We're here at the hideaway. Gaz is going to be here. I hope he'll be here. I'm just waiting to get yelled at to go back home and bring food to the to the the boss, the the sick one. And uh, well, as soon as that happens, I'll be out here. But there's golf going on at the hideaway. Garbage plates. NFL action. Giants start the day with the victory. Good for them. Congratulations. Are they legit? We find out over time. But uh, I, actually, one more question for you. Yeah. Does this today's game tell you that the Giants are better than you thought or the Packers are worse than you thought or both? Definitely the Giants better than I thought. All right. I like it. I think the Packers are crap. Potentially this upcoming week, LeVac. Maybe not one, not two, but three. LeVac and Gosh shows. Tuesday, we're back at Techies Fire and Water Restoration Central Lab. Everything's in the air. 
Everything's in the air. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Vacuum Guys is a show. We may or may not. Just you know what's the best advice? I'm. You know what, Levac? I'm doing the advice tonight. How about right. that? Oh, okay. All I'm right. stealing your bit to end the show. All right. My advice to you is always for the audio side. Whenever it comes out, to download, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And no matter, can you sell it? Yes, you can. So no matter when Levac Oz comes out, whatever time you can listen to us.